Hello and welcome to another new episode of Tony the Movie Guy, the podcast. This week's episode is all about Avengers Endgame. There's a lot to unpack here. So Tony and Yenny dedicated an entire episode to it to really unpack all that happened. I also want to uh, bring up that Molten Fest was this last weekend. Tony, Yenny, and I got to go and I can't say enough how much fun it was and how amazing it was. Um, it's a film festival put on by Leonard Moulton. This was the first year that he's done it. And uh, by the time you'll be listening to it, it will be over. But um, I just wanted to let you know for future Moulton Fests that it is so worth it and so much fun. And I encourage you to go and support it. Without further ado, enjoy. Hey folks, it's Tony the Movie Guy. Before we start the episode, a quick message from our sponsor. So Great Oral Health. I've talked about these guys a few times. These are probiotic, like, chews, like tablets. They're actually really good for you. They taste good. Uh, you take them at the end of the day before you go to sleep. You wake up in the morning and your significant other is going to thank Great Oral Health tremendously for your excellent breath in the morning. Uh, this is a product I've used for over a year nearly. I, I love it. I couldn't recommend it more, uh, which is why I'm really happy to have them as our sponsor on the show. So go to www.greatoralhealth.com and use the special promo code to get 15% off your next order. That's G-O-H- 2019. G-O-H 2019. That's great oral health. Check them out. Now, on with the show. Hello, everyone. It's Tony the Movie Guy. This is a brand new episode of the Tony the Movie Guy podcast. And with me, my co-host, Miss Money Any. Good evening, everybody. Good evening, Miss Money Any. How are you? <laughs> I'm very good. Yeah? Okay, you're excited? Very excited. So excited. So excited. All right, we waited uh, a week to do this. We really wanted to. A lot of other podcasts dropped their uh, spoiler-filled episodes pretty much immediately. Uh, we didn't want to do that. Uh, of course, what we're going to talk about is Avengers Endgame. Endgame. That is what the in this evening's entire episode is dedicated to, is dissecting, debating, crying over, being exhilarated over uh, the masterpiece that is Avengers Endgame. Amen. Which is, yeah, a, a film that clocks in at just over three hours, um, which is at the 22nd movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe um, and pretty much culminates uh, phase three of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, it's not actually the final film oh, in no. phase three. No, in phase three. Spider-Man Far From Home I knew this. ends yes. phase three, which comes out in like June, July. Um, but obviously, uh, this is the closing of a chapter. This is 10 years in the making. Iron Man came out in you know 2008, 2009, 
a decade later, you know, this is what the the fourth Avengers film and 21 other films before it. Uh, it's a big deal. Uh, it's also just such a damn good movie, it's right? Such a such a good movie. How many times have you seen it? Twice. Twice. I've seen yeah. it twice as well. In three D, um, also. Oh, awesome! Yeah. Is that cool? Amazing. In really 3D. in three D. So good in three D. Yeah, because three D usually is like. Meh. Oh, this one was probably the best three D I've ever seen. Really? Yeah. Over Avatar. Over. Well, I didn't see Avatar in three D. Oh. Yeah. So I can't 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 claim to that, but it was. Awesome in 3D. Highly recommend it. Wow. Well, perfect segue because speaking of Avatar, which is currently the highest grossing film of all time at $2.7 billion, um, Avengers is now at, I think, $2.2 billion. Oh, it's going to kill it. Yeah. In 11 days, it's made $2.2 billion. I think it actually has a chance now of being the highest grossing movie of all time without question. Now, probably in a week or two. Sorry if I'm ignorant, but that exact uh, avatar statistic is in how much of a span of time total? Well, exactly. So, I mean, it's been out, obviously, for years. So oh. that's where it's at now. So oh. they, maybe they've re-released it and so on. So Avengers Endgame probably has a chance to beat it no matter what. But it looks like it will beat it within the next few weeks anyway. Yeah, three weeks probably. Which alone is incredible. It already crossed the line over Titanic, which was the second highest grossing film of all time. So James Cameron must be shaking in his boots right now. (laughs) I don't think he cares. He's got nothing to worry about. Um, But it's it's quite an achievement. I mean, 1.2 billion in the first weekend, right? Right. Three, four, no, five days. Five days. It made 1.2 billion dollars. But even Star Wars The Force Awakens crossed a billion in like 12 days. Wow. When it came out years ago, and that was a record. So, I mean, it's just crazy how much money. I mean, these Marvel films especially are the films, I think, that have really set the benchmark for just, oh, my God, holy shit, box office cha-ching. They've remade filmmaking in a way that you can't even describe in their quality of storytelling and what they deliver. I mean, people run yeah. to the cinema we couldn't get tickets right tony and i oh, when yeah. the day so they were released it. we could not get the tickets we wanted well, at least Dango crashed yeah, yeah it crashed we couldn't get the imax tickets we wanted for the weekend and we ended up you know i went all the way to woodland hills for opening night right which is far from us like 45 minutes to try to watch this film yeah and it's interesting you brought that up that they make like quality films with marvel because i truly believe they do Agreed. you know when you compare that to the fast and the furious franchise which yenny i know you like it and enjoy it but it, it's nothing compared to them. well it that is like mindless popcorn oh, entertainment totally. and i'm sorry when i watch like hobbs and shaw the trailer every <laughs> time i watch it i lose a brain cell you know it's like oh my god but i they, don't disagree but don't get me wrong those films are making a billion dollars yeah. people go see them so when you know a lot of people try and you know put the marvel films in that category i'm like it's no. very different to me no. because these films are pretty phenomenal look at the winter soldier look at you know um avengers infinity war i mean the storytelling is on another level the scripts and the jokes everything about those films are far 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 above it's pure entertainment like high class entertainment it truly is um anyway so what i'm gonna do is uh this is obviously a spoiler filled episode if you haven't noticed so far spoiler filled yeah. episode you know i'm going to break down every part of the movie and what's crazy is when i was going through this film it's like holy shit 
I remember like every scene. It was really yeah. easy for me to lay it out. I'm going to go through it. I'm sure you'll have questions. We'll talk about the scenes, what we loved, what we didn't, and so on. There's not a lot I didn't love about this film. It was I phenomenal. I had a couple of issues. Of course. In, I had some Especially gripes. in the third act. Right. But overall, I adored the film. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll discuss them all. So if you haven't seen Avengers Endgame, what are you doing? Um, but if you haven't seen it, don't carry on and listen stop watch it and then come back and please exactly. listen to the episode because we are going to break this down this is going to be emotional it's going to be fun and moving um and, and again to me this is it truly is like a a benchmark absolutely you know this moment it, 10 years of of marvel it, it's pretty incredible um yeah so are you ready i'm ready we're gonna go through this film so uh, event well, avengers infinity war as it just a little precap, obviously alone was incredible. Oh, so um, you know that film took Thanos, played by Josh Brolin, uh, made him such a fully fredged villainous character, where you could understand his intentions, even though they weren't right, and all his flaws, and essentially made him the protagonist of the film. Yep, and ended the film in a way no one ever conceived any studio could get away with doing where the villain won. Yep. The you know the heroes lost and Thanos Completely gets gets the lost. infinity gauntlet, snaps his fingers and wipes out half of humanity, half of the universe actually. And half of the Avengers you know, thusly. Exactly. And then goes and retires on a farm somewhere. And that's <laughs> it's a planet. And that's how a, a farm on a planet. <laughs> and that's how Infinity War ends. And you're like Holy shit. Remember the silence at the end of that film? Oh my film? God, yeah. You could hear a pin drop. Yeah. Everyone was weeping and we were together. That oh, was crazy. Yeah. I heard a little child go, Mommy, is Spider-Man dead? Oh God, that scene <laughs> broke me. <laughs> I know. Mr. Stark, I don't feel too good. I know. I don't want to go. <laughs> anyway, we're talking about yes. Endgame. Um, so the reason why I wanted to kind of uh, review that is Avengers starts. Endgame opens... With uh, Clint Barton, played by Jeremy Renner, which is Hawkeye, who wasn't in Infinity War. Correct. Who, you know, they kind of said he was on house arrest with his family. You know, his wife, Linda Cardinelli, his kids. And, uh, you know, they're out on you know, on the farm, you know, having a hot picnic dogs. or something. Hot dogs. Yeah. And he's teaching his daughter how to, like, play with a bow and arrow. And she hits a bullseye. And then, you know, he turns around and there's just a puff of dust and she's gone. Oh, it gives and then, me yeah, and then he turns around now. again. Oh, his family so are gone, and he's just on his own. And, you know, and I mean, talk about dark. You know, and then, um, then it goes to space where Tony Stark, Iron Man, has been left with uh, Nebula. Yes, because everyone else vanished in the snap, and they're basically stranded in space. And that was a really touching kind of scene. Yeah, uh, where she is kind of looking after him and mm -hmm. all they've got is each other. And he, he records a message for Pepper Potts, you know, and basically he's about to run out of, um, you know, food or oxygen. He's and they're playing soon. some kind of game. Yeah. And, and he, <laughs> he's messing he says, with her. you won. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and he's like, do you enjoy it? She's like, it was enjoyable. <laughs> it was I good. love Nebula. That's Karen Gillan. I know. But yeah. It doesn't look like her at all. It's, it's so funny, but she's fantastic. Um, but anyway, uh, he's so he's drifting off and then he sees a flash of light and Captain Marvel appears, which obviously we just saw Captain Marvel, which came out a few months ago with Brie Larson. And not to go on a tangent, I don't get all the weird fan hate for 
Brie Larson. There's fan hate. Apparently, there's a lot of people, especially dudes, shame on you, come on, it's so weird, who don't like Brie Larson. Huh. Think she's miscast, out of... I thought she did just fine. I thought she was... Very thought she good. did just fine. I I, I I enjoyed Captain Marvel. It wasn't amazing, but I enjoyed it. Yeah. And I enjoyed her and I liked her in this. I thought they used her sparingly. Yes. Perfectly. Because she has like the Superman problem where she's so powerful. Yeah. You know, but anyway, it was just kind of weird. So I'm not on that that band camp at all. I, I, Brie Larson is a fantastic yeah, actress. She's, she's good. And I thought she did great as Captain Marvel. Anyway, she comes and she saves the day. It goes to Earth where you've got the remaining uh, Avengers who survived the snap on Earth, like Captain America, Black Widow, Hulk, um, and uh, Don Cheadle, who's and uh, Rhodes. Thor, right? Uh, and the, Thor, yeah, that's right. Um, and uh, they, they're talking about everyone that's, you know, gone, and then they hear a noise, and the spaceship comes down, and Captain Marvel has basically saved Iron Man and Nebula, and uh, which is kind of cool, and brought them down. And then uh, there's there's a really good scene that's quite intense and a phenomenal piece of acting I thought from Robert Downey Jr. as mm-hmm. Iron Man. You know he's you know he's very through malnutrition. He's, he's gaunt. He's gaunt. He's obviously uh, thoroughly rocked, and he's like I lost the kid to yeah. you know. And he uh, like Captain shakes America. a little bit. Yeah, but he he's still pissed. Yeah. At Captain America, obviously the events of Civil War right. tie in. I, he's not over him. He's like you know. You said we'd win or lose together. Well, we lost, and where were you? Yeah. You weren't there. I needed you. And I actually, I thought that performance during that kind of confrontation and argument Iron Man has with Captain America was really good. Agreed. Like it was a, fantastic. A really good piece of acting, it got me. especially for a quote-unquote Marvel film. Totally. It, it was like elevated no, acting. he was spectacular in this yeah. film. He got Downey me into Jr. tears yeah. many times. One of his best performances yeah. other than probably the original Iron Man. Agreed. You know, uh, but I thought that kind of confrontation between them was was really really good. Yeah, and on uh and you see in response um Steve is like shaken. Steve Rogers. Steve Captain Rogers, yeah, yeah, is like so shaken by that because he feels bad. He of feels course, guilty yeah. still. Yeah, and he course. wants and to fix Thor it. Thor feels completely responsible because Thanos says you should have aimed for the head. And he didn't. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? So he's completely like, you know, depressed. Devastated, yeah. You know, so yeah, they're all beaten down. But then Captain Marvel is there and she's like, I'm going to go kill Thanos. Yeah. And they're like, what? And she's like, it's that simple. Let's go. Kill Let's Thanos. go kill this motherfucker. You know what I mean? Uh, and they're like, well, we're and coming. And get the stones. Yeah, and get the stones and, and reverse it. To go back it. in time, yeah. And uh, they're like, Let's do it. Um, so then they all go off into space and there's a funny scene. Oh, and Rocket's there as well. Yeah. And Rocket's like, you know, so who's been to space? You know, because <laughs> obviously Hulk's been to space from Ragnarok yeah. and you've got Thor and you know, but then like um what's his name? War Machine, which is um Don Cheadle, yeah. uh, Rhodes is his character. He's never been to space. And Black Widow, Scarlett yeah. Johansson. And they're like, we haven't been to space. Uh, anyway, so they go to the Earth, the planet that Thanos has basically retired on. And I think the way they track him is um, two days before there was a big power surge similar to the one that caused the snap. Correct. Plus Nebula says, um, when he built me, he figured it out. He told me where he would retire to. And right. then that guy makes the joke. He's like, oh, cute. He had a retirement plan. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 So she she knew as well. So they all go off. And it kind of seems almost like 
too really yeah it's way happening. too simple it's so like easy the first 10 15 minutes of the movie and you're and this is like a three-hour film um but they go there basically to defeat him and try and reverse it and he's all fucked up yeah. he's laid up his armor on that like scarecrow thing which is right out of the comic books if you've read the infinity yeah. gauntlet series um and his body's all charred yeah um and then captain marvel comes in and you know gets him and the hulk and thor and they, they fuck him up pretty easily um but then they discover that the gauntlet doesn't have the stones correct and they find out that he's basically he used the stones to destroy the stones so that it, uh, the snap cannot be reversed correct um and then thor cuts his head off and they're like what do you do and he's like i went for the head you know <laughs> predictable but basically you're like okay we're screwed yeah. you know um they they can't do anything about it and then it kind of fades to black and then it says five years later, later. which was pretty cool pretty yeah. bold move yeah um and so now you're on an earth where everyone's trying to move on um, with this kind of vanishing where half of the population was was decimated. Yeah. Everybody lost someone pretty much. Yeah. And you know that scene with uh, Captain America in like a, not an alcoholic synonymous, yeah. but like that type meeting. of meeting. Yeah. Um, the guy talking to him is uh, one of the uh, Russo brothers, one of the directors. Ah! I didn't yeah. get, no, and there was awesome. a lot of hoopla because I didn't even notice the first time. I noticed it the second time. He was talking about going on a date with another guy. So it's like the first gay character in a uh, Marvel film. I mean, whatever. It was a nice poignant scene, but yeah. apparently a lot of people on social media are making a big deal out of that. Um, but yeah, that was one of the Russo brother directors. Oh, cool. Um, which I thought was kind of cool. So anyway, uh, this scene's kind of, I guess, necessary for the plot. It was a bit too simple, but Ant-Man and the Wasp, Right. Ended with its after credit scene with Paul Rudd's Ant-Man getting stuck in the quantum realm during the snap. Yeah. Because Hope and everyone else vanishes. They can't bring him back. So he's been stuck in this quantum realm for five years and his van and all his stuff is in like a storage facility. <laughs> and then a rat goes across the machine and activates the return button <laughs> and he gets shot back out of I the quantum realm. I didn't get that's what happened. I'm like, how did he yeah. just appear? I yeah. didn't see the rat. Yeah. I mean, it, it yeah. was a bit corny and predictable, sure. but whatever. We um, needed him back. We Obviously, we needed him back. And Paul Rudd's another one who I thought did quite well in this film. You know, he's not in it a lot, but there were some really touching good scenes oh, with agreed. him. Because um, he doesn't know what the hell's going on. And he's walking around and he sees that, you know, there's all these people missing and there's these big monuments that almost look like something out of like 9-11 mm -hmm. of all the people that were lost from the vanishing. So, yeah. so creepy. Yeah. And then he sees his name on there. So then he freaks out and he runs to his house or his ex-wife's house where his daughter is and a teenage girl appears at the door and if you've daughter. seen the ant-man films i mean his she was 10 daughter, she was like 10 years yeah. old um so he realizes like a bunch of time has passed he's been gone for years yeah. and they have a really touching kind so of touching. reunion yeah getting back together um anyway and then captain america shows up at the avengers kind of compound and is talking to uh black, black widow. widow who's pretty devastated still but running the show basically. she's kind of running the show but she's also devastated because clint hawkeye yeah. has kind of gone rogue he's gone become mad. ronan and yeah. he's he's basically being like a just a, a freaking assassin you know going around killing criminals which i'll be honest in the first time round that scene was a little it didn't explain it well enough for mm. someone who doesn't read comic books right 
I didn't get what she was upset about. I didn't quite understand what was going on. I got it the second time. Right. But I was a bit like, what? What's going on? I think on? it was they much skipped more, over it a yeah, bit. I think it was much more than just that he was doing that. I think, you know, his whole family was dead. All her friends Everything, were dead. Yeah. You know. As but he's said, also her best friend. Exactly. So. They've really helped each other. But I think you're right. She's trying to get on with it, but she's kind of running the show. But yeah. what are they running? Like, yeah, exactly. what, what is the show? You know? Yeah. Um, anyway, then they hear a buzz at the, 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 <laughs> the gate, gig. and it's Ant Man. He's like, hey, Remember me from the airport scene? <laughs> you know, where I. I was know, really big. I was really big. <laughs> and they're, they're like, When's this recording from? Because they think Scott yeah. Lang is dead. And she's like, That's the front gate camera. Uh, so they find out from him that um you know he's been gone for five years in the real world but in the quantum realm he was gone for five hours hours, which is kind of cool um and then inevitably they talk about trying time travel yeah because come on time travel had to play it had to play a part in this i had no doubt you know and you can say it's cheesy or corny or predictable Actually, I felt the way they did it was kind of cool. I agree. Yeah. And they also kept taking the piss out of it. They did. Which I thought was smart. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's like, so everything in Back to the Future is bullshit. And he was like, so you're, and he's like, you're talking about a time machine. It's like, no, not a time. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm talking about a time machine. But he's also like, he doesn't have the answers. He just knows there is an answer because of the whole quantum realm, uh, you know, momentary lapse in space. Right. Yeah. So his concept is if we can somehow channel it. Yeah. So you can arrive at one point in time and then come back to another point based in time. on what so, happened to yeah, him with quantum physics and all that stuff. So, I mean, theoretically it makes sense, but it's also all science <laughs> it's time fiction. Travel. So. <laughs> time travel does not exist. That's what's funny when people try and criticize that <laughs> or like, you know, there's so many plot holes in it. It's time travel. I was just listening. We haven't figured that out. <laughs> I was just listening to the podcast with the Russo brothers yeah. and they were, it was hilarious. They were going on about that and they're like, we laugh so hard at people trying to debate this subject because guess what guys? It's not real. Right. And you they can't even, make right. sense of it. And all the films they reference in Avengers Endgame, you know, they're talking about Bill and Ted's Excellent <laughs> Adventure, Hot Tub Time Machine. I mean, these are the Come most on. ridiculous films ever. Yeah. These aren't scientific, factual movies. Exactly. You know, even Interstellar, which Nolan Ugh, tried to make, even make any with, sense. but he tried to make it with as much like scientific accuracy. Even that to me is full of plot oh, holes. Oh, I know. Anyway. It was pretty funny. So uh, the bottom line is then they're so they're now hatching a plan to yeah. to build or make a time machine utilizing the quantum realm um, so they can somehow, you know, get the stones before Thanos does. Um, and obviously they're like, well, we need someone to help us. So the first person they think of is Iron Man. Because he's a no, genius. No, it's the Hulk first. No, no, it's Iron Man the first. Sure? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. it's Iron Man yeah, first. You're right. You're um, right. You're right. Right. No, it's okay. So then they they go to him, and obviously, what's kind of transpired in the five years is everyone else is kind of having a tough time, but Tony Stark has had a, a, a chance at life again. Yeah. You know, he's married Pepper Potts, and they've had a daughter together. A beautiful they girl. Have this adorable girl called Morgan. Who the, the oh, little girl is so adorable. So cute. You know, I love you three thousand. Which now that line's gonna last forever, uh, but it's so cute. He's like, "You love me three thousand. Wow, 
<laughs> and he's like, he tells Pepper. Not that it's yeah, a competition. Yeah, by the way, she loves me 3,000. You're in like the eight to 900 <laughs> range. So good. Anyway. But they've um, had this lovely life for right, five years. Right, they live off in a farm, kind of retired. On a lake. It's on not a, a farm, lake, Tony. Or, or it, like, it's a cabin. Those, yeah, like a nice big cabin. You know, so he's not living the big flashy life anymore. No. He's had another chance. Yeah. You know, uh, but obviously everyone else is fucked. Yeah. You know, so Captain America and Black Widow um, and Hulk all show up. Uh, and they want to basically kind of uh, an Ant-Man get, hit, you know, recruit him to help them. But he's like, look, I, I love seeing you guys. And I, I, I genuinely I am. And you can tell him and Captain America have kind of mended their, you know, a bit, resentment yeah. a bit. Well, they, they don't harbor resentment uh, or hatred for each other anymore. Because yeah. he's, he's like, look, I'm genuinely happy to see you. you can you can stay for lunch if you don't talk shop, you know. Um, but essentially, he he's done. He's saying he no. doesn't want to. He doesn't want to risk what he has now because, you know, he's got his wife, he's got his kid. And, and actually, you know what? It makes sense. I, I couldn't even yes disagree and no, with him. But you got to go, OK, greater, greater good here. Like, look at the big picture if you can help well, mankind. Sure. But look what happens in the movie as <laughs> but, but well. Still. You know? But that's what makes Iron Man yeah, so heroic. So. Of course. But sacrifice for the ultimate. Yeah, so they leave and then they go to Hulk next yes. to to get him. That was funny. That what did scene. you think about that with Hulk? Like okay. what happened to Hulk? So here's the funny thing. At first, um, I didn't love it. On my like my immediate kind of impression, I was like, I don't know if I like this medium calm. Right. So what's nice happened Hulk. is you have Banner, um, you as know, as Hulk. a scientist. And then you, when he turns into Hulk, he has no control. Correct. And that's kind of what we're seeing through the different films. And in Infinity War, Hulk wouldn't come out. So what Banner has basically done is managed to kind of mold Hulk and Banner yeah. together. So now you have this Hulk who looks like Who's the Hulk. Really nice. But he's really <laughs> nice and really smart. Takes pictures with the kids. I'll honestly say at first I was like, eh, and then I kind of really grew on me. Yeah. It really did. I liked it. It's odd. It's odd. Obviously, yeah. what's the thing you love about Hulk the most? That he's Hulk dumb. smash. <laughs> you know, well, you know, Hulk yeah. smash, you know, <laughs> puny <laughs> God. That's what you love about yeah. it. So it kind of sucked that you didn't really get any of that Correct. at all. I agree with you. Uh, it was a bit weird, but again, it was bold. It was, it was. It was like, it was a different direction, Yeah. you know, and it was pretty funny as well. You and know Ant-Man's I mean? all like, hey, want a picture with me? And, and they're like, like no, who are you? we don't know who Ant-Man is. <laughs> And that, see, that went on too long for me. Mm. That went back and forth for like a minute and a half. Like, take the photo. Look there. I, I was like, just take the goddamn photo. <laughs> you know? They could have, yeah, they yeah. could have cut that short. Um, I mean, there were so many jokes that worked yeah. and there were a few that didn't. Correct. But still, the humor was phenomenal. It was absolutely fantastic. But yeah, so essentially they get his help. They get the Hulk's help to work with them on the time machine. And then you got that funny little montage <laughs> where they're, they're testing the, the, the time machine and they send uh, Scott Lang back and he's like an old man and he's a baby he's a teenager <laughs> and i love that line which was funny at the end he's like yeah. you know i think old me or young me just Peed pooped myself. his pants <laughs> or maybe it was just me me <laughs> that's really good um but as you know they're testing it out but they, they haven't figured it out yeah and then another scene that obviously they cut it i guess for time because the film's so long you know the film is so dense it really yeah. is um, you know, Iron Man in like one test run, you get the idea he's probably been testing been it for a bit. It. But yeah. in one scene and one test run, run, he solves time travel. Yeah, which to me was a bit like derivative. I know. It was rushed. I get yeah. it for the story, but still, you know, 
And that was cool when his daughter comes down and <laughs> he's like, I'm doing important shit. And she's like, shit. <gasps> <laughs> she was really adorable. Was so that cute. chick was and really adorable. And she bribes him with a, with a, a juice pop. Oh, yeah, juice pop. You know, that and that's why she says, I love you 3,000. Um, but anyway, he tells Pepper Potts, um, you know, he solved it. Oh, one thing I will say before, just because every scene, even the littlest indication of this, got me was after um captain america and those guys are trying to convince iron man to help them and they leave he's washing the dishes and there's a picture of pepper Potts, and then behind that he pulls out a picture and it's a picture of him and spider-man yeah and you can see that's when his gears start turning he's like he wants damn him it. Back, yeah. he feels so responsible for the kid dying yeah that's when you can kind of see he wants to start figuring it out but even just him looking at that picture i was like because totally. they had such an amazing bond yeah. it was almost like the father you know and son yeah. relationship but neither of them really had um but anyway he solves time travel so then he goes to uh, the avengers compound and kind of seems to officially kind of reconcile with captain america yeah they shake hands they shake hands and, uh, and he he's gives like, him that remember that i like that little little scene where he gives him a his shield he goes oh yeah he gives him the and shield. he goes you got you got to start using this but and t- so morgan doesn't go sledding, oh, with, go sledding it. with it his and daughter he, yeah he's like oh and by the way i didn't make one for the rest of the team yeah, so it's just for you it but, was really cute yeah so he moment. gives captain america his shield back because his dad howard stark made made that shield uh, in the original captain america movie which again a little side note tangent um one thing i've seen people criticize is this film is very dense yes and it it pulls from all the films correct it really does and it's true it really for you to fully understand it you need to have seen most of those movies in my mind i'm like well, anyone watching this movie has seen the other movies. Everyone I've asked, because I thought, I'm going to ask how many people haven't seen the others. And almost all of them had seen every single one of them. Most people have. I yeah. guess some will have missed some. But then, I mean, it's not really the movie that they're dying to watch anyway. Right. They're probably going to see it with someone else. Then go watch the you movies know. and go catch yeah. up. Like, if you're going to watch a TV series, you're going to watch the series before. Exactly. <laughs> I think you'll still enjoy it. But yes, of course, the... F- how it pulls all of these yeah. movies together and pulls from directly the references from them is incredible. Alone, yeah. Absolutely incredible. And me being a total movie nerd, I've seen all of these films multiple times. Ditto. So I don't know how many of those references you got, but I got like every single I'd one. I'd say of I got eighty percent. Yeah. And it was just it was so impressive. Yeah. You know? Um but anyway, so so now the Avengers are kind of together or the surviving Avengers, and now they're they're forming a team. And that they, they're working out how can they do this. But, but before they do that, they have to recruit some more people. So uh, War Machine comes, um, Nebula and Rocket, who I guess have been off in space somewhere, they come, you know, Hulk. And then there's a great scene with uh, Rocket and Hulk who uh, go off to New Asgard. That's right. Um, and they basically go to find Thor because you haven't seen Thor That's for right. all the five years. <laughs> This, uh, this was one of the boldest choices I of know. this film. What I loved is they utilized Chris Hemsworth's comedic talents, which have really shown since Ragnarok. Yeah. Like he is funny as fuck. Yeah. Um, but man, it was such a bold choice because they they go to see him and he's just there holed up with Korg, who's still alive, playing like Fortnite. He's the big and, Lebowski, and he's, literally. He's literally the big Lebowski. He's like you know, long hair, scruffy, and he's got a huge beer belly and he just drinks 
all day and plays computer games. And it is bold considering most of us girls right, uh, love these over movies yeah. for his abs and his beauty, yeah. honestly. I know. And he's not like that nope. in this film. And he's like this for the entirety of the movie. And honestly, which I also thought was really bold. It was bold, but I'll tell you, you know how big a Chris Hemsworth you fan I am. You love him, yeah. I adore him. I loved it. I yeah. thought it was brilliant. Yeah. Well, A, because he really used... He's funny in this film. He really is. And he's quite heartbreaking. He's devastated because he's lost half of Asgard. He's lost his whole family, Loki. And he feels responsible because he, he didn't aim for the head. You know, he didn't yeah, kill Thanos uh, when he had the chance. Kind of a big thing to shoulder, all right. of that. <laughs> right. And it's not his fault, no. but he kind of... He feels... He does feel responsible. And I love that all the dudes now are like, Finally, a Thor costume we can wear at Halloween. <laughs> I guarantee That's you, amazing. come Halloween, you're going to have yeah. all these big Lebowski Thors. That's guaranteed. so true. So true. <laughs> and I love when they're all like hatching a plan and stuff. And they're like, what about you, Thor? And he's in the corner. He's got his sunglasses on. And they're like, Thor? He doesn't answer. Like, is he asleep? He's just fast asleep. <laughs> or when he goes on a roll about uh, his ex-girlfriend. Oh, yeah. He's like, she's not my Jane girlfriend anymore. Oh, she's not mine anymore. My mother and oh, actually my mother's dead now. <laughs> That's so what I'm saying. Like, he, he is funny and he really, yeah. he really acted his pants off. But with then the comedy. when they approach him for help and they yeah. mention just the name Thanos, he how he almost breaks into Absolutely. tears and shakes him yeah. and is like, don't say that name. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, I thought he was fantastic. Was I, I really, I loved it. So you've got, yeah, big Lebowski, <laughs> fat Thor. Um, so they've recruited him. Um, and then uh, Black Widow has to go find uh, right. Hawkeye, who's now become this vigilante Ronin, which is from the comic books. And he's yeah. just like this deadly assassin. And again, I felt they brushed over that. I'll right. be honest with you. For someone who doesn't know comics, right. I was like, I know the film was so long, right. but they really, I don't know if they could have put it in Infinity War or something or in another film or maybe even, in, I don't know, somewhere. I guess the opening scene was enough, impactful enough to understand why he'd go off on that because he saw yeah, his family vanish in front of him. It was too little for me. It was yeah, too no, little. No, I get that. And you're right. That's a thing where people who don't know who Ronan is, they won't really understand I was that. like, okay, he jumped from, obviously he lost his whole family. I get it. But it didn't show a transition at all. Right. It just showed him killing people. Yeah, that's totally I mean, true. So he's just going around the world, just killing criminals yeah. to feed his rage and his anger and his yeah. grief, essentially. But Black Widow gets him says you know you believed in me when i was like that yeah. you know come back so he comes back um so they're all forming this time machine portal they figure it out they're gonna test it and he tests it yes and he goes back to his farm where his family is and you know sees, sees them, here's yeah. his daughter they're still alive and he's like oh my god we have a chance and he comes back and he's like it worked um, and that was a really touching scene yeah, as well. It was. He know, was he was also very good in this. Yeah, film. Jeremy Renner very, was great very in this. Good. Well, because he actually he actually got a meaty part in this movie as well. Quite heartbreaking you know, at many yeah. points. Yeah, he I liked him. He was very good in that. Um, but anyway, so now uh, is the whole plan, and now yeah. it's like dun dun dun. The the Avengers, you They're know, gonna go. They have one chance, right? Right. Each. So, right. So what they've essentially figured out is there is what six stones. Correct. And is Three it six teams. or five? It's six, six <laughs> oh, stones. Oh, it is six. Okay, good. I was counting my <laughs> fingers. Six stones. And they've figured out that three of them are in New York in a specific timeline. And they've figured out the timelines where each of the others where are. Where the most are exactly. in one place. So Captain America, 
Iron Man, Ant-Man, and the Hulk go back to 2012 New York timeline from the original, original Avengers, Avengers movie. Which is one of my favorite movies. Which is where this gets so good. Um, and that's where the Time Stone, the Mind Stone, and the Space Stones are. Correct. And um, that's, I, I love that. I think it's oh, so cool. Oh, such a yeah. good and scene. Then that Iron, whole thing. Yeah, well, we'll talk about it Ugh. more. Don't worry, we'll dissect it. And then, um, and then... Actually, we'll just talk about that now Let's do it. for some kind of sequential yeah. part of this. Uh, otherwise, I'll get lost. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, they go back. So again, 2012 Avengers. I love that. It's one of my favorites. So it was so I good. just thought that was so smart. So, so smart. they arrive right in the New York battle where the Avengers are all in that circle. Yeah. You know, slow motion as the camera's going around, which, you know, and again, the first time in the theater, everyone was just like, <laughs> yeah, you know, and then they appear like in the corner, you know. And uh, Hulk has to like, <laughs> he's all that. smart with his glasses. He has to take his glasses. And go and smash stuff. And he's like, I think he's like, you need to go smash inside. He's like, I think it's gratuitous, but okay. And he's like, <laughs> Arr, <laughs> yeah. He like punches the car a little bit. That was bit. brilliant. It, it was really funny. So they've got the time, mind, and space stone. So Hulk goes to basically get the um, bat stone. stone. Yeah, the time stone from uh, Doctor Strange. But Doctor Strange, because the movie hasn't even come out yet, yeah. he's still like a surgeon. Yeah, you know? she's like, you're five years too early. Right. What's so her he, name again? It, well, it's Tilda Swinton, Tilda the Swinton. ancient yeah. one. Yeah. You know, so she has a cameo in this from Doctor Strange. And, and I loved her. And yeah. and she does that like force thing with him where she Gets knocks him out his of the body, body, you know, his spirit out of his body because he wants to take the time stone. She's like, no, you can't. But then he's like, well, then why did Doctor Strange... Send me. Send, you know, give it away willingly. She's like, willingly? She's like, well, he's supposed to be the best of us. So I guess you do have to take the stone. Right. So he, she gives it to him because he, she realizes there must be a reason. A plan, It's yeah. all part of a plan. Exactly. Um, that was a good scene. I liked that a lot. Yeah, that was a great scene. I mean, it wasn't the most exciting, but it was a cool scene. And I love yeah. seeing her again. But what I really loved was uh, you get to see what happens after all of the Avengers are surrounding Loki. And he's yeah. like, you know, <laughs> if it's okay with you, I'll have that drink now. Yeah. You know, from the original Avengers film. And then you see them all kind of going up to get a drink. And then all of S.H.I.E.L.D., who you think are S.H.I.E.L.D., which are actually Hydra agents. Correct. Which you find out from Winter Soldier, come and take the, uh, which stone is that? That's the, uh, the Space Stone. Space Stone. Um, you know, and those different events, and basically they have to figure Which is out the tesseract, right? It's in no, the, the tesseract oh, is a that's different, a different one. one. Sorry, that's yeah. a different stone. Um, I think no, no, that is sorry, that is the the tesseract. Yeah, is the, the um the thing. is the space stone. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's see. Well, it's the time mind and space stone, and I know for a fact that the time <laughs> one is from yeah. the ancient one, it's but there's so many bloody stones. <laughs> pretty sure it's the tesseract. Uh, yeah, we'll see. The tesseract is a square one, oh, okay. and we're going to talk about that because they have to go even That's further right. back in time to get that. So I think the um, I think the mind stone is Correct. the one that is on Loki's staff, which they they manage to get. Um, but basically, when they're getting that, Loki escapes with the tesseract Correct. with that stone and and does a portal and goes away um so they don't get that i loved one. seeing him again too even it though was he's great. dead and yeah, you know in great. fact it was i mean so we'll cool. see but i i love seeing him too um but what i loved was the way um captain america got the <laughs> uh loki's staff yeah. with the stone in it because all of those agents who you think are shield but you know from watching captain america winter soldier they're actually hydra uh, they're all in the elevator and Captain America goes in. And I almost thought they were going to do that famous scene again where he's like, you know, before we get started, does anyone want to get out? And that big fight. Right. You know, 
but he's like, you know, I was given orders. I'm going to take the stone. And, and they're like, like we can't, uh, let we can't you do that. that. And he's like, no, it's okay. I understand. And he whispers, hail, hail Hydra. Hydra. It was so it was good. so good. And he walks And they right look out. at him like. <gasps> they're like, holy shit, he's one of us. And then. It was so cool. He runs into. And then he runs into himself. And, I yeah. loved this So scene. then Captain America has a big battle with himself who thinks that it's Loki disguised as him. Correct. And they have this big fight, which was really cool. And the best joke of all time. Oh, yeah, because he knocks America's him out. That's America's ass. Yeah, so Ant-Man says it earlier, yeah. which I thought was okay. Oh, it was kind of it. funny when Ant-Man said it. He's like, you know, you got a good ass. And he, oh, yeah, because Iron Man says something about, you know, that suit really doesn't do your ass justice. And then, you know, uh, Scott Lang says, you know, hey, I consider that America's ass. It was funny. It was funny. But when they have the fight and <laughs> yeah. he's knocked out Iron Man and he's like face down, <laughs> ass up. And Captain he just America. looks at, yeah, yeah, sorry, Captain America. He just looks at himself and he's like, that, that is, is America's, America's ass. ass. That was, was a great line. That everyone great in line. the everyone in the movie theater right. loved it. And you saw the directors were like toying with that for yeah. ages. Like, are they we were. really going to put this in the movie? It was a total hit for me. It was. It was, it was great. great. And you could see even Chris Evans was kind of like, oh my God. <laughs> but it was great. You yeah. know, because it was also so unlike him. Like in this movie, he swears. He's like, yeah. you got to be shitting me. Because it shows how he's grown. Yes. He's not just Mr. Like Goody Two Shoes anymore. Yeah. He's He's been roughened up. Um, but that was really fantastic. Yeah. So um, they, in essence, fail, right? At the emission. Well, Hulk gets the time stone from the ancient one. Correct. And they get the mind stone. Uh, but they lose the space stone. Right. So essentially Iron Man and Captain America come up with a plan because they realize a time earlier where the Tesseract will be like in storage Correct. and where they can get some of the Pym particles from Hank Pym, the original Ant-Man. And so they can back. go back in time more yeah. and, and be able to get back. So they go back to the 70s, Iron Man two. and Captain America, uh, and they give Ant-Man the um, Mind Stone and tell him to take it. Um, and that's where you see that the last cameo, apparently, from Stan Lee, you know, yeah. make love, not war. Yeah. And they've de-aged him and he's driving a car with a cute girl, which I thought was kind of sweet. It was really sweet. Um, and this was a really touching scene because they're in like this laboratory, which is where Captain Amer uh, America was originally created. Yeah. And um, Captain America gets the, the Hank uh, Pym particles so they can go back in time. But when he's hiding, he accidentally hides inside Peggy Carter's office. Yeah. And he sees the picture of himself, which is the one from the original movie. Yeah. And then he, he sees, sees her. her. You know, now that I didn't think they aged her too well because this is like 30 years later, mm. you know, and she looked maybe a little bit of gray hair. She looked yeah. basically the same she to me. She looked the same, yeah. But again, it's like. Who but can? the moment his eyes and his his entire reaction right, of he's just like staring at her pain and like longing and you're right. just like oh I, I, yeah. anyway i loved it it was very it was touching really she can't see him of course and then um iron man who gets the tesseract bumps into his dad that was brilliant howard hughes yeah and then they have this whole banter and conversation and they talk he's about to have the kid which is him you know, and he so kind of good. realizes, you know, because he didn't have a good relationship with his dad. So yeah. this is like gives him real closure. Yeah. You know, I love when he goes to hug him and he's like, thank <laughs> uh, you. And he's like, uh, you know, for everything you've done for America, because he's like, I'm hugging a stranger, essentially. Yeah. Um, and I love when Howard um, Howard Stark goes off and he's like, Jarvis, get the door. Yeah. And you see his butler was Jarvis, uh, right. you know, which is kind of cool. Um which I didn't quite get, to be honest. Maybe you could explain that to me. So the voice inside Iron Man's uh, 
you know, yeah, suit is Jarvis. Jarvis. So right. it just shows that that's where it kind of originated oh, from. Oh, that's where it you came know, from. This, from this like British butler driver chauffeur that they had. Got it. And got it was it. kind of inspired. I was like, by that. wait, he was that person. It was just like, like a detail or a it. fine touch. No, because Paul Bettany voiced right. Jarvis. Exactly. I think they were kind of showing that it came from like a British real person that was and in that's his life how it you know came to be got it yeah okay. it's just it's just a, like a cool detail I you know what it. i mean um but so by doing this um they've, they've essentially gotten all those stones um which is kind of cool but and then... then well then you've got thor and rocket so then they go and i thought this was so interesting because everyone shits on this movie which you and i love but it has a big part in Avengers Endgame, which is Thor the Dark World. I love Thor um, the Dark World. Right, exactly. I love that too. And it's, it's funny. so good. But a lot of people consider it the worst film. <sighs> a it's a key part of this movie because they go back to 2013 and the events of Thor the Dark World on the day when Thor's mother is about to die so they can get the um, reality stone. That's right. But I didn't even realize from Thor the Dark World that that was the reality I stone didn't that Jane Foster uh, you know it kind of become Consumes, one with or yeah. consumed i didn't even realize that and which I, makes a lot more sense <laughs> i have to say i what i loved about that scene was how his mom i mean obviously he's not the thor she knows but how she immediately tells him that she's like you're not the thor from my world and she meets him right so she's this he's hiding brilliant. from his mother played by rena rousseau comes back um and he's like hiding around the corner and he turns <laughs> and then she's right there. She's like, hello. And, and she's like, Thor, how are you? And then, yeah, you're right. She instantly knows. realizes like time hasn't been good to you. Yeah. You know, um, and you're not the Thor I know. And, um, you know. It was pretty touching. Too, and he's that like, you, you don't believe me? She's like, you know, I was raised by witches. Come yeah. on. And he's like, I'm <laughs> totally from the future. <laughs> and he breaks down and he doesn't tell her that she's going to die that yeah. day, which he tries. Know, yeah, he does. But she doesn't doesn't listen to it. But yeah, they have a nice touching moment. Um, and also he he uh, retrieves uh, Molnir his his hammer and he's like i am still worthy yeah you know and again he's still lebowski thor this whole time but he gets his hammer right and then uh rocket goes and there's like one scene <laughs> with natalie portman i, I, I don't know. know if they couldn't pay her enough or whatever she doesn't say anything she didn't want to be in those films it i was guess like so, so i liked her in it yeah, as jane foster too. but anyway he extracts the uh, reality stone from her so rocket gets that one too yeah but that was kind of a touching scene um, and then Nebula and War Machine go to 2014 to the events of the beginning of Guardians of the Galaxy. Which I loved yeah. that scene. It was so great. Um, and that's where the Power Stone is, which again, at the beginning, I didn't realize that was the Power I didn't Stone. either. Um, and that's on a planet called uh, Morag, which has that amazing introductory scene with Peter Quill, Star-Lord dancing dun, and stuff dun, like that. Dun, dun. And I love how it plays that scene right out of the movie. Yep. And then it shows it from the viewpoint of War Machine and, and Nebula just watching him. Singing so he's out, an idiot. Singing out loud to himself because he's got his headphones on, you know, like. Nah, nah. And, she, and he's like, so he's an idiot. Yeah. And Nebula's like, yeah. And then <laughs> they, they get Yeah, the they kind of give, they rag on Star-Lord a bit on this film. They Maybe really intentionally because everyone blamed him I for, know. Uh, you know, stopping the hold of pulling That's off right. the, uh, the gauntlet. Really, from... it's him, him at fault, not Thor, but right. whatever. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so they get the stone, right? Next, they get the stone and then Nebula gets um, stuck. Oh, yeah, so... Um, so they yeah so it goes to that event 
right? Uh, and what they're essentially trying to do is they're trying to steal uh, the um, power stone before Peter Quill does. Correct. So they knock him out, and yes, they get the stone, and then Nebula kind of gets stuck in time. He goes back with it because Thanos from 2014 and Nebula and Gamora are still around in 2014 timeline looking for the stones. Correct. So then the bad Nebula, this is where it gets a little confusing. It's connected kind to of the good Nebula. into yeah. good Nebula. And this is where Thanos then discovers the whole plan. The whole plan. He discovers that he succeeded, yeah. but that he was killed. He discovered that he, he already accomplished everything he sought to do, but that these Avengers are, are trying to go back in time to prevent it or stop it. Correct. So they basically go to Morag to try and I intercept it. and freaked out at that yeah, moment yeah. when he found out. I was like, oh, God, here we go. Well, I kind of knew they'd have to bring, um, you know, Thanos back. Of course. Into it. And obviously it was great. To, this is was the smart way that they brought Gamora back. Yeah. Because obviously she's going to be in the Guardians of the Galaxy 3 movie right. and so on. So 2014, Gamora is still alive, but she's never met Peter Quill or any of the Anyone, other. She's yeah. never become a part of the Guardians of the Galaxy. So, yeah, it gets a little convoluted, but I, enough for me to follow. Sure. Um, but, yeah, essentially, so Nebula, bad Nebula essentially switches with good Nebula. Yeah. You know, so it it's now back. the bad one who's going to go back with the rest. And again, I thought it was a little cheesy. The one way she switched was by taking the red bit off, uh, plate off the head and putting it on Oh, her. that's what that was. <laughs> I was like, Because huh? that was apparently the one difference. But again, okay. these are like little qualms I have. Yeah. You know I, what I mean? I just didn't even honestly yeah, was, understand what that was about. I gave this movie five out of five stars. Yeah. I consider it a masterpiece. I'll see it. Uh, you know, at least once or twice more in the theater and a dozen times because over the years. Because all the good way yeah. outdoes oh, the small pieces of bad. Phenomenal. I loved it. But yeah, the, the, the little things like that were a little kind yeah. of daft. Um, but yes, yeah, so 2014 Thanos, which is what I'm going to call him, discovers everything uh, through Nebula's memories and swaps around with bad Nebula from 2014. Yeah. Um, and you... Are now introduced to 2014 Gamora. Correct. Now as well in the storyline. Who is at that time supporting Thanos, sort of. But you can tell she's already, she's already kind of decided to deceive, like to betray him and try and take him down because yeah. she knows he's just insane. Yeah. All right, good. So then um, Black Widow and Hawkeye go to Vormir in 2014 um, to get the Soul Stone. And this is um, the the events of Avengers Infinity War. I'll let you talk about this too, because this was the one sequence that I didn't particularly Are like. Are you kidding? Yeah, I didn't particularly like it. Um, they this essentially... scene ruined me. Really? Well, so they essentially I go to Vormir wept. and it plays out exactly the same. It was so, it was very repetitive. And I think intentionally so because that's what happens when you go to Vormir the red skull appears right. and he basically says for the soul stone you have to give a soul right. you have to lose that which you love and they basically both argue over who's going to give their life yeah you Correct. wanted to say something, so I stopped talking. <laughs> yeah, um, maybe you can call it repetitive. I mean, obviously, the minute they hit the planet, you kind of know right. shit's going to go down here. One of them ain't walking out of there. Right. But the way it goes down and their unbelievable devotion to each other and wanting each other to live. Right. And the way that entire sequence goes, I mean, I was blubbering like a, really? like a baby. Yeah. I mean, I didn't mind it again. You it's heartless. No, beast. no, I'm just telling you, it's the one sequence oh, that wow, it 
hit me plays so out a bit cheesy hard. and didn't have a big emotional impact. Oh, it had such an emotional impact. So yeah, on they me. realize that one of them has to sacrifice themselves, and then they both realize. Uh, I don't think we think who we yeah. think it's going to be. Uh, but And then they basically almost kill each other fighting to, to die. not. Yeah, it's, you know, but then like shooting think, bow and arrows really and explosions. You really do think it's going to be Hawkeye because he right. jumps. Right, right. He's over the edge. She flies down, basically attaches him onto something he can't be released from. And then he's from, holding her. And he's holding her hand and she goes, you know, let well, she, go. Yeah, let me she go. Says, let go. And she pushes and, herself off. Yeah. And she dies. Yeah. And But that, I mean... Call it cheesy, call it whatever, but it really touched me just because throughout the films they've been such strong friends, almost like on the border of lovers, right. yeah, but not. You know, oh, they he's just got a, wife and kids, man. I know, but he's they got some Romanoff they, on the side. <laughs> they love each other, no doubt. For sure, you know, yeah. they're partners. They're partners, yeah. and really, really, just such strong love and appreciation. And it, it was to me, it was heartbreaking. Look, I didn't hate it at all that's the thing like this was the i didn't only... expect it either i didn't expect yeah. her to go i did oh, not see i kind of did because I, I was didn't. like i don't think they're gonna kill him for his family i kind of did I, weirdly enough it just it played out kind of exactly how oh, i thought it I, would. I just didn't you know and then he woke up in the water exactly like thanos yeah. did i and, get that you know so it, it just it was very a predictable sequence and for some reason i didn't feel emotional weight huh. at all for black widow okay um but that's oh, okay. i really did i really did and i think a lot of other people did probably a lot of men did you know because a lot of you know guys <laughs> swing oh, over black widow no but. i've a i've loved her as a character as a strong female character right. yeah, and she's badass <laughs> even she had an interesting arc in this in terms of how how heavily the whole snap uh, affected her of course, and, yeah. and how far she's come i mean she was this crazy psychotic um right. vigilante herself and now she's a hero yeah she was an assassin she's, at first. she's a she's a hero and she ends up sacrificing herself so i think it was a beautiful end for her yeah it makes sense and again i'll give this to them it surprised you a bit, you know, it really I guess it was me. different. And as I said, I kind of saw it that way. But yeah, the whole fight and battle was not what I expected. Okay. Um, but anyway, it was OK. So that was the last one, right? Exactly. Yeah. That's the last one. So what happens is the Avengers now all reunite through the quantum uh, realm portal back into present time in the Avengers compound. Um, and they realize that Romanoff didn't come back and they're and, all extremely sad yeah, and you know ren is sulking and the hulk's pissed off and they mourn her death yeah and they're like well we, we need to make it worth something you know let's yeah. make this worth something so th they've got all the stones but now. they don't know that nebula is not nebula. they don't know that nebula that has returned is the bad nebula correct, correct. um which is they, why everything goes to hell exactly everything will go to shit in a minute um, but yeah, so they fit all the stones into this like Iron Man glove that he makes. And then they're all figuring out who's going to do the snap. And Thor's like, let me do it. But he's just a mess. Mm -hmm. He's way too Lebowski. They don't trust him. You know, they even call him Lebowski. Yeah. Iron Man calls him <laughs> Lebowski. Does. Hey, Lebowski. Um, but yeah, he's, he, they don't trust him. He's like, you're not in yeah. a, a physical condition to do this. And Hulk's like, it's got to be me. Most of it's Gamma. I'm the only person who could survive it. Right. So basically, Hulk. Uh, is the one to do the snap, um, you know, and then it, he does it and it goes white, bright white, like it did in Infinity War. And um, that was a cool scene. Obviously, it's kind of 
cut short. But, you know, Ant-Man goes outside and I guess by seeing birds and more animals, it's supposed to give an idea or concept that there's more living creatures out there. Um, But obviously what really confirms it and is kind of has emotional weight is um, Barton's phone rings. Yeah. You know, and it's, and, it, and it's his wife. And, yeah. he, you know, the way he chokes up is actually really quite devastating. And right as this happens, um, we've just seen Nebula, while this is going on, going to the portal. And she's opening up the portal so Thanos and all of his armies can invade. And they come in and they fucking bomb the crap, bomb out, the of crap it. out of the Avengers compound. Which, again, was a little unrealistic to me that, you know, they're all just at the bottom of the rubble and every single one Everyone of them Everyone okay. survives, yeah. But, you know. That was a little... It's a superhero movie, yeah. so, uh, you know, you can have it. I agree um, with that. But that was pretty crazy. Like, yeah. just as they reversed the snap, they bombed the shit out of everyone. Yeah. Um, and they're all, like, stuck at the bottom and they're all c- trying to get out and escape. Um, but basically, so now 2014, Thanos, like, in his prime is back yeah you know and he's got this like fucking crazy like battle spear thing and nebula comes and he's like uh you know i did it for you father and he's like i'm gonna sit here and wait go retrieve the stones for me um and then uh let's see what happens next um oh so well a number of things are now happening as they're each are trying to save themselves basically uh but um good nebula who's still on the ship basically talks gamora into helping her and freeing her and helping her take down thanos so that happens and uh while they're all trying to get the the stones bad nebula has gotten the stones um but then good nebula shoots her i my brain hurts when i I keep saying bad and good Nebula. that's exactly what happens yeah but essentially that's what happens and i know a lot of people were like well then how is good nebula still alive I in that know, timeline that was a bit wouldn't confusing. she have vanished i don't know it's fucking time travel it's not real <laughs> i know um, i had that same thought at that moment i'm like wait she just killed herself back wouldn't then, she vanish wait, what? but you know what's so funny about that this is what's funny about that why do you think of that back to the future Correct. that's because why you think when you of go that. back and change the the previous time your future should but where did we get that from back to the future exactly that's but what's that, so because amazing that's what's about logical it. if yeah. you change the past you change the future but they're trying to prove otherwise right. that it's in essence timelines yeah or some kind of right, other exactly thing. but also that's the crazy thing that's what <laughs> i thought was so future. funny that everyone gets it that's why scott lang's like so everything in back to the future's <laughs> bullshit yeah. i i love that yeah. you know and that's kind of the point there's like all these nerds who people yeah. who super dissect it it's like why man yeah who cares because it's something to talk about yeah but anyway what this really gets to is um captain america iron man and thor and by the way you still have lebowski fat thor but yep. now he's, he's got molnir he's got the lightning he even gets his costume back yeah and they still keep his gut <laughs> that's what's so amazing his hair gets like braided and shit but he's still, he's still got the huge beard yeah. and stuff so there's a big battle between thanos and our three hero I avengers this battle, which this was pretty amazing was really good. you know and again i was kind of like well he doesn't even have the stones but i guess this is like thanos in his prime yeah so he's still he's like super really powerful strong. so he still pretty much kicks their ass you know but not quite as bad like they, well, they get a few few 
they get some licks in, in for yeah. sure. But I mean, he has them all down. Yeah, he does. You know, and he smashes Captain America's shield. Correct. Uh, which is another thing I didn't totally get that timeline because yeah. later on you'll see his shield is all fine. But like, who it's cares? Point. It's time travel. <laughs> um, but anyway, one of the the best, most kind of. Uh, oh, and this is another thing that audiences loved that I'm sorry for me was a bit cheesy. You probably loved it is um, Captain America finally you oh, see yeah. is worthy of wielding Molnir. It Thor's had meaning. I, it didn't mean much to me. I was sort of like, why is this such a big you deal? Know, you know and where I, that came from, yes. right? Age of Ultron. Correct. Yeah. I remembered it, but I was like, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, fine. So he the was idea is worthy. he's worthy and he actually could lift it. And, you know, people... Audiences loved that. I thought it was a bit cheesy. It was cool, it was but a cool. bit cheesy. I was like, you know? yeah, whatevs. But you see him, yeah, knock out uh, Thanos with it, but then he just gets back up again and kicks the shit out of him anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the best part is, so they're all down, and then Captain America, you see, he just he gets up slowly, uh, and he's ready, and Thanos literally has opened up all these portals and all of his armies even Come all through, those yeah. uh all those like evil so like people things. from infinity war are yeah. all back those cool characters like the the wizard uh monster guy who i actually really like from yeah. infinity war they're all alive um and then you just hear like his radio go off and you hear on your left which again is from winter soldier from right. from falcon from Sam. Oh, remember when he's jogging on I your left? I don't remember that. Captain America says at the beginning that's how he meets Falcon. Oh. And then Falcon comes and then Doctor Strange's portals start opening and you but see I love that you scene, see Black yeah. Panther come out, you see the Guardians come out, Drax, Spider-Man. Mantis, Spider-Man come out, you see Hope, you know, the Wasp yeah. come out, you know, all Peter Quill, everybody. Everyone, everyone that's died from um infinity war is now back and they've all been brought here uh, all the ravagers from, from the guardians of the galaxy yeah. all the other sorcerers from the doctor strange uh, i mean it's pretty epic yeah. it, that that scene for me was one of the best scenes ever yeah. like i i that was where i was like Fuck, I was yeah. in a theater full of like i swear it was just 15 to 20 year old super nerds and the screams in that theater right. would not stop. Just you coming hear all anything. over the place. <laughs> Sorry, guys. It, no, it was true, though. They were like, <laughs> no. It was like, Rah! like, it was amazing. I was one of them. Because, I look, I'm yeah. kind of a British conservative. I'm not at all, by no, the way. Not at all. But I'm not like the, woohoo, fuck yeah, type in the theater. And that's when I was oh, like, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially when Spider-Man came out. Yeah, I, I love so that. Good. You know, oh, and Scarlet Witch. Of course. Um, anyway, so everyone, you know, and that was one of the most glorious things ever. Yeah. And then all of Thanos's army descends on all of the Avengers. And what does Captain America say? Avengers. Assemble. assemble. That was Ugh. amazing. Oh, and Valkyrie is yeah. back as well. Okay, got to talk about that. Valkyrie. I hated Valkyrie and her horse. Why? Her flying horse pissed me off. I mean, I don't know where she got it from. Well, that's but that is one... the mythology. Yes, I get it. But 
something about that flying horse. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. It seemed out of place? Or? I, it seemed out of place and weird. Like Pegasus. Yeah. No, I did. Yeah, it was like, where is Greek mythology coming in here? Well, in Ragnarok, they have flying horses, but you're I right. Know, like, where, it just did where not was work that horse? for me. Yeah. It just did not work I for me. It. I was like, that really bothers me. Uh, anyway, for some reason, that bothered the crap out of me. I, I guess the yeah. horse was for impact. I mean, now that I think about it, I'm like, where did it come from? But I, I mean... I didn't mind her. People liked her, so they just kind of I threw just her in here. I did not like it. And I like Tessa Thompson, but yeah, oh, I you're, like you're her. right. Where did it come from? I just it's... did not like the flying horse. <laughs> um, but anyway, there's, so now there's this huge battle, just Sorry. huge battle. <laughs> Everyone is just going at it. Yeah, you know, and um, obviously Thanos is trying to get the Infinity Stones because they're still in the gauntlet. So you've got Black Panther. There's like almost like this game of like football, like yeah. catch and pass. They're and trying to give everybody a scene. Exactly. In essence, in the yeah. battle. So Black Panther's taking it, jumping all over the place. Then he gives it to Hawkeye. Then he gives it to Spider-Man, yeah. you know, and then... Um, it goes everywhere. Yeah. And then what did you think about the, the, the chick, women the woman scene? scene? It, it didn't it was, bother me. Everyone else is all up in arms about no, it. No, it seemed like it was, it was put there to make a statement. That's how you felt, huh? Yeah, absolutely. As I mean, a woman, I, honestly, I, guess I was, it was. like... Well, yeah, but it was not necessary because right. they were all there and they were all fighting. They could have just made it <laughs> not so Spider-Man like... <laughs> and then all the female superheroes. And like, we got it. it. <laughs> yeah. No, they're like, she has backup. I, yeah. I was like, okay. And then suddenly it's Gamora and Nebula. I, no, yeah, it, Nebula didn't, it did and not Scarlet work Witch. for me. Really? It did not yeah, work oh, and for Gwyneth me. Yeah, Paltrow shows up in her Iron Man Which costume. Which I also didn't care yeah. for, but I was like, okay, uh, it, yeah. fine. I'll, I'll have it. It's it didn't fine. bug me. But you could tell it was totally like product Plug, product placement. Yeah. Like that's kind of how, yeah, we how are it supporting felt. women. Feminism, you know, yeah. and yeah, they're badass. But most of those people didn't even know each other. You know? Right. But it was it was not necessary for me to show that these women are badasses. Right. They have been well represented right. in the we MCU. We already know it. Yeah. yeah, it was not necessary. Yeah. Oh, and then amid all the uh, uh, battle, there was that beautiful scene with uh, Iron Man and Spider-Man oh, where, like, I they're know. fighting and Spider-Man saves him and he's like, oh, Mr. Star, oh, it's been so long since I've seen you, blah, 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 blah. And then he just hugs oh, him. He just hugs him because heart. he's, oh, I don't know why the scenes with them together, yeah, I, I I, like, I choke up, I tear up. It totally. Was, again, I think it's because, like, he was the father he never yeah. had. He was the son he never had. And they have the, one of those relationships where at first... Yeah. Iron Man was total dick to him. Oh, total dick. But then they yeah. become really close Absolutely. and he just grows to be so fond of him. Right, but they, they did it in like three movies. I know. You know? But still, I, I mean, Tom Holland is Infinity just... War I and adore Endgame. him. Yeah, I, I absolutely loved it. He's like hugging him. He's like, oh, this oh, is this nice. This is nice. <laughs> anyway, I, I, loved I loved that it scene. It was fantastic. Anyway, so there's this big battle. Oh, and then all the ships start shooting in the sky. Yeah. And you're like, what's, what's going happening? on? And then Captain Marvel comes and she like takes down all the freaking uh, spaceships and she's like super powerful. Yeah. And then she's taking the Infinity Stone away and then Thanos is fighting her. Sorry. I love how Thanos headbutts her and it does nothing. Nothing. And she's like, Doesn't what? phase her at all. Now she's got this like new haircut, you know. What do you think of Captain Did Marvel's haircut? I not care for it. Yeah, she I looks like a dude. I didn't care, but you uh, know. Again, no. everyone's all up in arms Don't about like it. minutia, but... But um, but yeah, it was very short. I mean, I, <laughs> I prefer it with long it's hair. Not, look, it doesn't. It's not one of those things where I'll be like, meh, 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 meh. Right. but it, I did not like it. Right. She looked better in the previous movie. Well, you know, in the day and age of social media, everyone can oh dissect God, everything, and because they're not looking at you or in front of you, they can say the nastiest things, which I, you know, we don't what need ifs. to do. Um, You're not in a Marvel movie. Get over it. Exactly. It's so funny. 
Um, but anyway, so now you get to like Thanos is getting the gauntlet. Yeah. So now you've got Captain America, Thor, and Iron Man again, while everything else is the battles going down, uh, are, are like having a final Hardcore, yeah. final showdown. Um, but, and he's like he keeps almost getting the gauntlet. And, you know, they're going at it, but he's still really strong. And, you know, Captain Marvel almost takes him down. The Scarlet Witch almost, she yeah. fucks him up pretty bad. And that's when you he has... You took everything right. from me. And she, like, fucks him yeah, up. And then that's when he has all his ships, like, just, just, you know, just shoot and, like, kill all the goodies and bad people yeah. to, like, break her free. Um, but essentially, he's he's about, he's, to, winning. he's about to get the... Well, I didn't know he's Ish. winning, but he's about to get the gauntlet. Yeah. And then he can snap his fingers and it's over. And that's where you have Doctor Strange finally look at Iron Man and he puts his finger up. I have to and, talk about this moment. And he's like, one. Because remember in Avengers Infinity where he said there were over 14 million variations and, and there's only one, one where we win. And he's like, this is the one. Because there's that scene earlier where Iron Man's like, hey, you said there were 14 million Correct. versions. What about the one where we win? He says, if I tell you, it won't, it won't happen. happen. Because of what's about to happen next. Yeah. What did you want to say? That moment, it's it's amazing because obviously I'm also a huge Benedict Cumberbatch fan. <laughs> and that moment, and they talk about this in other podcasts, the way he communicates with his eyes and what happens in that moment, I thought was amazing. And he's in this for like you four know, minutes. But you know. Yeah, Doctor Strange is in this movie five minutes and but he's great in those few scenes. his presence is amazing Fantastic. just in yeah. that because he just, he, he brings this spirituality and he goes... One. Yeah. With and you're like, oh my gosh, I know what's and about Iron to happen. And Iron Man realizes Stark ha realizes this is it. This is my heroic moment. This is what I have you to know? do. Yeah. This is what I have to do. So basically, um, there's a final fight with Iron Man and with Thanos, and you know he pushes Iron Man away and he puts the glove on and he goes to snap it and it goes clink, and he's like, I am an in inevitable clink. Nothing and he happens. looks at his thing and the stones aren't there. And he turns to Iron Man and Iron Man turns his hand and he's transferred the stones to his suit. And he's yeah. like, I am Iron Man, which is, again, a throwback to the original Iron Man right. movie. And he snaps his fingers. And by doing that, he wipes out all of the uh, the bad people, I guess. Yeah. Or all, all of Thanos' All team. of Thanos' forces. And the way Thanos just kind of sits I down, know. he doesn't say anything. Nope. Like, I thought he was going to give, like, a final speech. Nah. He doesn't say anything. He's just he doesn't defeated. Have, he doesn't have a single expression. He just kind of sits down and then just disintegrates. And his look, though, is almost one of disbelief plus But, but also defeat. just passive. Yeah, yeah it's just like, so, like... This is happening. Yeah. It's, and he disappears. It's done, yeah. And then he vanishes. Um, so, of course everyone's won and all the baddies are done but then you immediately look at iron man and this is when i realized okay it's he's over. fucked he's yeah. done but because basically the radiation has fried him his half his body yeah, is half burnt. his body is fried he's sacrificed himself in the most heroic way war machine comes to him first and kind of he instantly realizes oh fuck he's, he's dead. dead i mean he can't even talk he's like yeah. barely alive oh and then peter parker comes to him he's like mr, mr. Stark. stark mr stark we did it mr stark you know we saved the day and then pepper potts comes and consoles him and what does she say it's okay it's you, okay you can rest now you can rest now we're gonna be okay oh so good because at the anyway, beginning of the film up, we didn't cover that they have this conversation where he says i can stop 
I don't need to go ahead with this plan. But or, would you be able to rest? But would, would you, you be able to rest? Would you be okay with it? Yeah, so that was beautiful to yeah, me. Like a, how she says right. that to him. That's a throwback to the beginning yeah. of the film. I didn't even remember You that. can rest now. But she says, you can rest now. Like now you know it's fine. And then she breaks down. Anyway, yeah, and she breaks down and he dies right then and there. I mean, look, it's the most heroic and perfect fitting ending for Iron Man. Absolutely. It was so beautifully done. He saves the day. I think it was the right person to do it. Agreed. Um, and that is what choked me up beyond me too. belief. And again, doubled down because because Spider Man was at Peter Parker. Yeah. I, for some reason, that was more emotional to me than Pepper Potts <laughs> totally. in a weird way. Um, so I mean, you're kind of you're devastated. And remember, in the Infinity War, when he had that showdown and Thanos stabbed him, I was like, "Holy oh, he's shit! Gone. Yeah, they're gonna kill he's Iron dead. Man." And then they didn't. So like, <gasps> they do it here. You know, and, and again, I, at the beginning of the film, you could think he would have died. Right. He was almost dead, but right. it was right. The, what yeah. they did was right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I, it was beautiful. Yeah. I, I, I thought it was absolutely fantastic. Um, and then you get this whole funeral sequence, which I thought was even more incredible. You've got the flowers on like the pond. And again, as a throwback from the very first Iron Man movie, okay. proof that Tony Stark has a heart and it's the original thing in his heart from right. the very first film. Right. And Pepper Potts had made, had put, he said, throw it away. And she had put it in like a box saying proof that Tony Stark has that's a heart. That's right. So that's in his like flower arrangement. And everyone who any, who's anyone is there. Everyone. You know, yeah. so you've got all the guardians of the galaxy. You've got Thor. You've got, Ca you know, Captain America. You've got um, Ant-Man, the Wasp, Michelle Pfeiffer, Michael Douglas. Everybody. Nick Fury is back. Captain Marvel. The random um, kid that everyone yeah, was like, who's some that? Some random kid. So apparently he's from the second or third Spider-Man movie. Um, and he saves Tony Stark's life. Which I, this came up in a podcast, movie? but I couldn't remember. Which Spider-Man movie? Second or third. Um, wait, hold on. Spider-Man? Uh, sorry. Sorry. Iron Man. <laughs> Not Spider-Man. Iron Man movie. Oh, it, it's probably the kid from Iron Man 3. Correct. Grown up. Correct. Oh, my God. I didn't even think about yeah, that. Yeah. So that's, that's what they said. very possible. Yeah. That's I what was said you, on the podcast. Holy shit. I bet you it's that kid grown up. Yeah. You remember Iron Man 3? No. <laughs> that's why. I don't oh, remember it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So Iron Man 3 is the one with the Mandarin where he gets, like, destroyed and he's in, like, some boontown city and he's living in like a kid's basement and okay. this ki he makes friends with this kid uh, i'm not a big fan of iron man 3 but that would make so much that makes who sense because you're right i was like who the hell is that and he's just pan that, on this well, kid that much time has passed yeah. that he probably is a teenager yeah holy shit that's so funny that's who that yeah is. so anyway everyone's at the funeral like everyone is there issue with this scene okay tell me the immediate thing i thought of was like what the fuck about Black Widow? Like, they do this huge funeral for Tony Stark. Nothing for Black he's Widow. The hero. So what? How would they do both? It's already a three-hour movie. <laughs> oh, come on. They could have at least had, like, a little thing for her float out on the water. Well, come on. They do mention her afterwards, but you're Not right. Even. You're, they you're, barely do. You're right. I mean, it was all about him at this point. I mean, it truly was. And I get was. that, but... She has been a hero throughout the first half of the movie. Give her a little credit. I, I don't disagree with you. Again, because I wasn't emotionally like affected by yeah, that. I didn't like that's that. That's why it didn't bug me. But I get what you're saying. It was all about him as the ultimate sacrifice. And come on, it's freaking Iron Man. I know. And it's freaking Robert Downey Jr. But what would it have taken for them to at least, even when they were standing there, right. to, to, to 
I don't know, make yeah, a little bit they more could of have a, included it or something. Or put a grave I, a good up point. for her or something. They basically didn't give her a funeral. <laughs> yeah. You know what I love? There's that beautiful scene with Happy, with John Favreau's ah, Happy with the daughter. and Morgan. And, you know. What do you want? Cheeseburgers. Yeah, well, he's like, you know, yeah, you want something to eat? And she's like, cheeseburger. And he's like, your, your, daddy dad, loved, your dad loved cheeseburgers. And he's like, I'm going to get you all the cheeseburgers you want. And you see he's going to be like a father figure in yeah, essence. I yeah, I love that scene. That I thought really it was good. so um, touching and I love happy I'm so I'm so happy <laughs> I'm so happy I'm so happy that he's gonna be in yeah. uh, the next Spider-Man movie I, I hope somehow they keep him around because he's always been kind of Iron Man sidekick yeah um, I agree. but anyway I thought that was beautiful and then there's that scene with uh, Black Widow uh, not sorry with Hawkeye and Scarlet Witch yeah where that's where they just kind of mentioned Black Widow like they I wish know, I, blah, I wish blah, I blah. could tell her what we did and that's where Scarlet Witch kind of acknowledges they know meaning vision because mm. vision doesn't come back mm. so vision is basically dead it seems like loki and vision are the two that uh, did pre-snap not. that are still dead and then right. heimdall of course right. uh, which i guess no one cares about but i like heimdall, <laughs> Who's heimdall again? Idris, oh, yeah. Idris elba man Duh. it's a stud that's right um but like, it looks like um loki vision and heimdall are the ones pre-snap are done and yeah. 2014 gamora is now still kicking around which by the way she wasn't at the funeral she wasn't at the funeral and not on the ship right when so they she, go which we'll talk about oh yeah uh, but she kind of goes off um but that was interesting um anyway everyone reunites you see hawkeye with his family you see spider-man with his friend so the theory there is that spider-man and the friend both disintegrated right that's yeah. why they're the same they're age. Same, well, obviously. Because his friend is the same that's age. That's the so only way that would make sense. That's the only way that would and work. And same with, by the way, um, like, uh, what's her name? Zendaya and all them, because they're all the same age, too. All his classmates are the same age. Yeah, so I guess they all <laughs> they disintegrated. They all died. I guess we'll see that in That Far was a From big Home. debate on Facebook, <laughs> too. I saw it. Did you see the trailer for Far From Home? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, so the it's, new one, it's yeah. after because Iron Man is now dead. So it's like a spoiler trailer. Yeah. Um, you know, and you see Ant-Man and the Wasp re- reunited with his daughter. So it's kind of this yeah, touching thing. Nice. Anyway, then the final sequence of the film, which again, I didn't love it, but I liked it again because I kind of, I saw it coming. I was like, okay, this, I, I could have done it. I liked the way they did it. It made sense. But I, in my mind, I know it sounds pretentious saying this. I could have thought of like a more I totally emotional way to do it. No, I agree with you. I like what they did. I didn't right. quite like how, how they, they executed did it. it. It was a bit quickied and weird. Like, yeah. So the know. final scene is basically Captain America is going to take the time stones. You mentioned this. So Hulk and Ancient One in their discussion have talked about how after they reverse it, they will go back in time yeah. and place the stones in their appropriate timeline so it doesn't fuck everything so else don't up. screw up the cosmic universe basically yeah. um but again it's time travel <laughs> come on so captain america essentially is going to go on his own and go back and and put them all back in their own which that on its yeah. own is kind of not very plausible why um you know and when he says goodbye to the winter soldier who also by the way comes back he kind of doesn't get much in this movie I but know. sebastian stan he says, I'm going to miss you. So he kind of knows that yeah. he's not going to come back. Probably because he's from that time. He's right. been around forever. So I guess he knows what happens. I, I don't know. Again, time oh, travel. Just kinda, yeah. <laughs> um, but, but So they send him back and they're like, five, four, three, two, one. And then he doesn't come back. And then um, Winter Soldier looks and he sees someone sitting on the bench. And the Falcon goes over. And um, at first I thought maybe it was going to be like young, the young scrawny you know, uh, Steve Rogers. I, I didn't know. But essentially, it's it's 
old, super old Captain America, <laughs> Steve yeah. Rogers, as an old man. So Falcon has a conversation with him, and basically he returned all the time different stones to their timelines and then he decided you know i'm going to stay here and see what this life is all about and you know you know find my true love peggy and and he's like how was it you know it was beautiful and you want to tell me about that and he's like no i don't think i will i'll keep it to myself and then he gives falcon his shield yeah so I'm not totally sure what that means. Falcon will become the new Captain America. I don't know. Or something along that line. I mean, I like that dude, Anthony yeah. Mackie. I like the character, but I, 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 you know, it is a bit weird for me to picture him as Captain America. Sure. So I'm not sure what they'll do with that. But I like him. Um, and then when he's giving him the shield, he sees that he's got the ring, you know, so you can see that he got married. Yeah. Um, you know, and he's like, you know, try on the, the shield. And he's like, how's it, how's it feel? You know, like it's not mine. And he's like, it is yours. You know, and then the final scene is basically going back to the 40s and it zooms in on the house and you see Steve Rogers dancing with Peggy Carter. Yeah. and having Which is really kid. sweet. That part was sweet. So I did like that. Um, I thought, yeah, the old Captain America. Mm. I, I just d- didn't think it was necessary. Yeah, I agree. I had a theory that Captain America wouldn't die, yeah. but that he would go back. And what I would have loved to have seen, this was that I literally had plotted it out in my head. As the final scene, it would play out like this, but it would be him going back and turning up at that dance, like he said to Peggy Carter, dancing with her, and then maybe her saying, do you have to go? And him saying, I can do this all day. And then the film ending like that. I literally had it like pictured like that. I again, I like that he went back in time because that closes out Chris Evans. They just didn't need to show him in the present. Yeah, and, and also I just thought it was... It wasn't as a didn't have as much emotional weight. Him just dancing in a random room at whatever point after they've already been together. You yeah, know? and they could have just he could have just sent a letter. There could have been a letter on that bench yeah. saying, uh, "I decided to do what yeah. you know." How did he suddenly appear there? I know exactly. <laughs> like a he's lake. just suddenly he's sitting in the lake like Superman. You know, I know. it was yeah, that yeah. was weird. They could have just done it. He went back in yeah. time. They showed the audience, and maybe he sent a letter yeah. saying, "This is what happened." Now again, these are my, you know, qualms. I know it, it totally. It, it didn't break or ruin no, anything. Absolutely for me not at all. It, it was lovely. I agree with you though. It was the yeah. the minute things where I would have gone, right. eh, that could have been different. Exactly. Like. I think it would have had real, because the film was quite emotional. Like Tony really Stark's emotional. death was, that was extremely emotional to me. Yeah. It was done so well. I felt if he had gone back in time and you had seen that encounter with him yeah. reuniting with Peggy, I felt it would have had so much more emotional weight to Agreed. it. That's all. Um, that said, I loved the movie. One I, more scene. I couldn't imagine. Oh, there's one more scene. Well, you're forgetting Thor, the the interlude oh, between Thor and yeah, Star sorry. Lord. So Thor. They set up basically Guardians of the Galaxy right, three. Thor basically leaves New Asgard, makes Valkyrie queen, yeah, and he goes to join the Guardians of the Galaxy. So yep. it looks like Guardians of the Galaxy three is going to be Thor. Thor with Peter Quill, Star Lord, and they have this great banter where you know you're in charge, I'm in charge, you're in charge. Of course, of course you are. Of course you are. And then there's no, you notice there's no Gamora, <laughs> He's searching obviously. for Gamora. Yeah. So I think the impetus of three is going to be them 
reconnecting with Gamora and her becoming yeah. part of the family again. Oh yeah, because what we didn't cover is she obviously they had a romance in the end of Infinity War. This one doesn't know him at all. That's and oh, right. He tries so during to the kiss battle, her, and she's like. She kicks him in the nuts, yeah, because um, she yeah. she doesn't know him. So it's right. kind of sad, like yeah. she doesn't know him, but he still obviously loves her. Yeah, there's so much going on I in know. this movie, man. It's so, so dense, you know. Um, look again, this is what was. So that's that's the movie. Yeah, that's the movie. We covered the whole movie, and I also loved how at the end it kind of it really honors the original six Avengers. Absolutely, you know, kind of as the main one, and it does seem Chris Evans. And Robert Downey Jr., it seems like they are done. They're done. Uh, I don't know what the plan is with Black Widow because she's dead in this. So maybe Scarlett Johansson is done. There are rumors she has a movie, her own movie and a TV show. But that wouldn't really make sense. I know. So I don't really understand that. I'm not sure what we're going to do with like scientific kind of smart, you know, peaceful Hulk. I know. (laughs) That won't make a very entertaining movie. Uh, Hawkeye. I don't know. I mean, actually, I would watch a Hawkeye movie, yeah, but I would you know, too. I don't or know Ronan how, or whatever. Yeah, I don't know how much bank it would have. Right, a Ronan movie filling cool. in those years would be yeah. kind of cool. Um, and Thor. I, I think we're going to see more of Thor. We'll see more of Thor. We'll see more of Guardians. Obviously, Spider Man. Yeah. Um, who else have we got? Doctor Strange. That's uh, already another. Do- another I one really want another Doctor Ant-Man, Strange. Ant Man. I wouldn't be surprised if they do another one. I like one. those films. Yeah, they're fun. They're great fun. And he got a lot of good kudos for. For yeah. uh, his performance in Endgame. He so, was good. Yes, um, Paul Rudd. So Overall, I think they did an amazing job. Um, I was Marvel, we'll not see again. disappointed. Yeah. I had very high oh, expectations. Black Panther, there'll yeah, be another exactly. one. The question is, what are they going to do with Avengers? Because those Avengers movies yeah. were guaranteed each to make a billion, now two billion plus dollar. So yeah. I, I'm just, I'm so curious. What is it going to be the new Avengers? Like, what are they going to do? Right. It's going to be fascinating. We shall see. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I with any of the little gripes I have, I, I couldn't have done it better. I guess yeah. other than that uh, Captain America scene that I, I feel so pretentious about <laughs> that I could... <laughs> well, we obviously both are pretentious about it because I feel the same way. Yeah. I Again, I... That I, and the Valkyrie horse, I couldn't... Yeah. I could have done without. Yeah. I thought the film was just... It was so entertaining. Agreed. So much so that the three hours truly flies by. Yeah. I didn't feel like I, it never dragged for me. Never. You know, I was entertained from start to finish. It does not feel like three hours at all. I was nonstop. The second time I watched it, I actually watched it with someone who hadn't seen infinity war. Oh, are you serious? Sorry, Jenna, I'm throwing you under the bus. She hadn't seen... Oh, so, so did we she walk, know what the hell was going on? We're getting in the popcorn line. I'm like, but, but, but you've seen Infinity War, right? And she looks at me. I'm like, why are you here? That's so funny. And I literally spent 20 minutes trying to, to fill her. her in on where we're at. She was amazing, though. She got 95% of it yeah, with me filling lass. her in. Yeah. Um, she wept as much as I did. Wow. She loved it as much as I did. We we cried our eyes out. I cried more the second time than the first. Really? Strangely enough, I did um, it the same scenes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I'll tell you, the second time was for me even better than the first. Really? I laughed as much. I cried as much. And obviously, 3D. I highly recommend. It. Oh it's yeah. So it sounds like that oh, really so aided it. Good. Yeah. Something. I mean, especially because. The scenes are all so visually spectacular. Right. It's worth it. I loved them both times equally that I saw it. Like, I, I just... Yeah. It's so much to take in. So much. You know what I'll I mean? I'll watch it again. Yeah, I'll watch it again. And then I'll let it kind of just simmer for a bit. And then yeah. obviously, as soon as I get it on home video, I'll be watching it nonstop. 
Anyway, that was fun. I mean, we kind of, as we went through it, we kind of covered all the main things I think I want to cover. I think we did. It was such a fitting end to, you know, a decade of marvelous Marvel films. 22 incredible you know? movies. All right. Well, I think in the words of Stan Lee, we'll end the show by saying Excelsior. Yeah, and he looked at me like, you're such a nerd. <laughs> anyway, good night, everyone. Good night. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to another new episode of Tony the Movie Guy, the podcast. My friendly reminders, don't forget to follow us on all of our social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Tony the Movie Guy. You can email us anytime at Tony the Movie Guy podcast at gmail.com. Also, don't forget to leave those five-star reviews on iTunes. They're extremely helpful and appreciated. And we will see you in a few weeks. Bye-bye.